I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winners, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 166 of Throw the Flag. We're catching up on all the hot football news. That's true. Over the past several months. Uh, hey, good for us. Two two episodes in, a, in an eight-day span. Mm -hmm. How about, man, you can't get that from any other podcast. Definitely not. Um, Hankins, how's it going? Spooktacular. Yeah? We are in, uh, we are in July. Oh, I forgot to do stat or shat last week. Oh, we can do it this week. Let's right? do it this week. Let's do okay. it this week. Do you want to? Do you want to start off with stat or shat? Why yeah, not? Yeah, fuck it. let's throw off. Let's throw off the format. <laughs> I tell you what, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We'll do four and four. Okay. So stat or shat? So I haven't played before. So stat or shat? Well, you can't lose. Okay. Really, only I can lose. Um, do we want to hit a theme? Do we have a theme for stat or shat? Is it just like William Shatner saying stuff? Why, why haven't you been here this entire time? <laughs> That's amazing. That's incredible. Um, all right. Stat or shat? I have brought you these mm -hmm. because I think that they're stats. Okay. But you tell me whether it's, it is a stat that is a legitimate stat, something to behold, mm -hmm. or is it... Uh, Booby Whitlow, Whitlock Whitlow was he was the had the fifth highest rushing yards <laughs> for four weeks out of all Auburn running backs since two thousand and four. Okay, not that's all shat. Auburn that's running shat. backs with memory based <clears throat> nicknames. Yes, <laughs> can't believe they had five of them. Um, <laughs> there have been only three players named Aurelio in MLB history. Shat. I'm not done. He's not done. Period. <laughs> All three died in car accidents. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a spooky stat. That's a stat. Well, it's yeah, it's still a stat. Aurelio Monteguido. Nope, that can't be someone's name. M O N T E A G U D O. Yeah, Monteguido. Um, played for the Kansas City Royals. Passed away uh, November tenth, nineteen ninety. Aurelio Rodriguez. Uh, Detroit Tigers, uh, September 23rd, 2000, and Aurelio Lopez, uh, also the Tigers, um, November 22nd, 1992. Pretty dark. Mm -hmm. Dark mm -hmm. shit. Um, the Colts have won the AFC East more recently than the Bills. The Colts, which... Yeah, they played the, they play in the 
Not the not the east. They're in the north. I believe. Yeah. Um, more recently than the Bills, they won in 1999. The Bills have not won since 1995. Uh, it's it's not a stat. That's shat. Okay, you're not you're not going to hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. Hankins. I mean, it's edging towards stat, but shat. I mean, it's a realignment stat. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Yeah, shat. yeah. I agree. I agree. You know what? That's also the Patriots play there. Yeah. So nobody's won it. <laughs> In 2015, former first-round pick Luke Ridnor was traded four times in less than a week. If that was a stat for anybody other than Luke Ridnour, oh, okay, maybe. But uh, shat. <laughs> that's shat. That that's uh, front office shenanigans, which I don't care for. He went from the Magic to to the Grizzlies to the Hornets to the Thunder to the Raptors. Mm. And it's the NBA. A motherfucker might get traded four times on draft night. <laughs> um, well, we're going to stick in the NBA for now. This is the last one of the our inaugural Statter Shat mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm. freezer here. Vince Carter has spent more years of his life in the NBA than not in the NBA. Stat. Stat. 22 year, 22 career, uh, year career, and he is 43 years old. Wow. That's stat. Only good for like, what, one more year? Year and a half, and then it flips the other way. Not unless he comes back. Yeah. One, two, three, four. Wait. Yeah. Okay. So how do we do? Was it like 50-50 on that? Uh, I mean, I guess I did. You I, don't know the stats for stat or shat? Well, I guess I I, I was two and two. So yeah, yeah. So fifty-fifty. Yeah. Okay. So you know, it's it's really on me for to whoever bring these stats. Forever who's scoring this at home, it's fifty-fifty. It's fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. and that's a stat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. Well, we've got some things to talk about today. Um, and I think we need to start off with, uh, the, um, I don't know if you can call him a star, but starting running back for Mississippi state, basically, um, using all the pull he had to get the entire state of Mississippi to take the Confederate flag off of their flag. Yeah. This is a situation where, uh, through, because of the current social climate that, uh, you can point out something that's been wrong for years and years and years, and people listen to you now. It's, and, uh, it's and, a wonderful time. Yeah, so uh, pointing this out and saying that I'm not going to play until this is changed, good for him, power to the players, and uh, it took you know, a week and a half, two weeks, but the Mississippi legislature passed the bill, the governor signed it, and it's been taken down. Which is kind of nuts. Yeah, that was quick. I mean, this is this is nothing that you know, like polit- like politicians across the country haven't been able mm-hmm, to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hankins, what's your what's your take? Should should uh, should players use their use their poll for these kind of things? Should I struggle with? Uh, certainly are allowed to, um, because man, I couldn't believe it. Honestly, yeah, I it, it I don't look. I don't think it's a big deal and like, does this fix anything? No, none of that stuff. Yeah. But I'm here to take a victory where we can get a victory at this point. Um, but like the fact some kid from the fact that he's from Mississippi State is what's interesting about this to me. They're clearly the little brother school, uh, the clearly the the, the black school mm-hmm. when it comes to the two major Mississippi programs. I was actually watching Rumble, uh, a documentary on music the other day, and they were talking about how the structure of the state works with, you know, we look at Ole Miss and we think that that's them. Mississippi State is is our school. 
Um, that was not that. That was something else entirely. But it is not wrong. Don't look for that in wrong. It's something else. But at any rate, don't fact check that. I, everything, everything's blending together. But the fucking fact that it happened is pretty amazing. Uh, and that it was spurred by this kid who, which that debate has gone on forever. But the fact that we put this kid's face on it because he had the the testicular fortitude to come up and say, do it or I'm out. Yeah. And yeah, he got the backlash that we all expected him to get, but there was a change and the state of Mississippi has removed the Confederate flag from their state flag. That's insane. That's what that is, is a travel. Oh Lord. That is what this is. You understand now what we, the landed gentry of Oxford, Mississippi, have fought against for lo these many years. The mongrels, the miscegenated oh from Stark Vegas, oh have come up once again oh and they have ru- ruined, they have ruined our greatest tradition. I would look up in the morning and as the dew flew across the magnolia. I would look up and I would see there she stood. The blue that represented the blue blood purity of my lovely homeland of Mississippi. There next to the starers and the barras that represented our rebellion. I am sick. I am sick. I back the blue. I back the white. I back the red. And I back the starers. Because all lives matter. Colonel Reb, do you have any ideas for a new flag? I believe the new flag should be very simple. Very simple. Just a white background with a plain red cross that represents our Lord and Savior with a simple drop of his blood right in the middle. And three, the three letters that sum up this state the best. O-L-E. You know, I was going to say it it wasn't a good look for uh, an old confederate general to interrupt a black man but that just got worse as time went on that just got worse and worse i'm sure the colonel subscribes to the thought of heritage not hate sure sure so you know what What happened man i was talking and then what happened oh man you you missed him again colonel reb came in we aren't one to turn away other opinions does he have a pirate feed or something i guess so what happened i think he must have had that mr microphone Thing. Yeah, like he's you tuning know. in on the AM radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Hankins, any any further thought on this? Well, I mean, I think I made some really salient points. I, I talked for like four minutes, but I don't know how much you heard. I don't want to repeat. Yeah, we only got the first two minutes. We can just move on. Good job. Good job on the kid. Good job, Mississippi. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> um, well, I. Uh, Another um, thing that tried to uh, another player that tried to um, sorry just had a tab crash on my but it doesn't affect the recording of this uh, this podcast. You are sweating bullets, my Woo! friend. <laughs> my gosh! Well, I thought I thought the call like dropped out. Um, a little look behind the curtain there. Um, well, another player tried to affect uh, some change and was not as successful as um, the uh, Mississippi State running back, whose name I cannot remember. Uh, <laughs> but Chubba Hubbard, 
a standout at Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. who um, I always confused with C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. who is a junior from Oklahoma and not a running back. Um, basically, uh, <clears throat> uh, r- raised some hell. Yeah, it all started with Mike Gundy wearing a, a t-shirt. I guess, I don't know if he was supporting it, but he was definitely wearing a t-shirt that had OAN on it, which is a uh, far-right it's a, news, it's a conspir- in quotation, yeah. mark network. It's like, uh, what is it called? Uh, Infowars, basically. Sure. Yeah. And they have an audience. They do. Uh, uh, the president likes them better than Fox News. Yeah, but they don't really uh, promulgate much information or news it's like sean said a lot of conspiracy theories blaming obama benghazi etc um and so gundy just wearing the shirt i guess there was a picture of him on instagram his own instagram I think it was over memorial day weekend or something he was boating or yeah. whatever and uh he got taken to task for it um and uh chubba hubbard the uh, standout running back uh, freshman going into his sophomore year i think Either way, he ran for like 2,000 yards. He he led like the NCAA in rushing. Um, He he basically said, you know, I'm not going to stand for this and things need to change. Um, And then the two of them basically recorded a video. They hashed it out. They hashed it out. Um, And uh, I guess as a result, Gundy got... Well, for for like this, this happened a couple weeks ago and, you know, Gundy, you know, said all the PR stuff he needs to learn. He needs to communicate better. And whatnot. In the past 24 hours, um, Oklahoma State sort of came out with uh, their ultimate conclusions of what should happen to Mike Gundy. And um, he's taking a pay cut. He is also, uh, his contract, which usually gets extended every five years after a season's done, is only down to four years. Um, so he got slapped on the wrist. It's, it's It wasn't a not-for-nothing uh, penalty that they imposed on him yeah. for his... Uh, his aloofness, for lack of a better word, which I think is what they ended up chalking it up to, is he didn't really know. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can all roll our eyes of at that, but uh, they seem to buy that he really didn't know that what he was wearing would offend some people. So Yeah, and I think that's the, that's the case. It's, um, I don't know if he really necessarily should have been, I mean, he, he was hit, he was hit, you know, sure. uh, you know. It was a slap on the wrist. I don't know if it should have been that much worse because I don't know. I <sighs> well, if 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 you are an Oklahoma State supporter or a fan, um, you can't really have the figurehead of your program uh, being so. Oh, you said figurehead. <laughs> be, being so uh, obtuse about stuff and of not realizing that what he does matters. That people see him. Yeah. And he's a he's a you know he's a center point of the program. If you think Oklahoma State, you think Barry Sanders and Mike Gundy. There's not a whole lot more history for it. So so it, I think their response to it was was good to 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 ding this guy some some money for uh, to hit him in the pocketbook. Maybe he'll actually learn. And yeah, I mean, I think like it it really is ignorance. I mean, there's one thing to you know flat out say something that like the uh like oan or Infowars or something like that would would promulgate but i think he just had a shirt and he's an and he's an idiot yeah like you know hankins should should gundy have uh should oklahoma state have hit him more than what they did of uh, 
you know, reducing his contract and taking away some money from him? Should should they have cut? I, I know we all kind of agree that they should cut cords with him, but yeah. do you think the response was I good enough? I fired him for like three years yeah. in a row. It, it feels right given the nature of the offense. Um, he is an idiot who wore a dumb T-shirt. Now, it's a dumb T-shirt that he definitely knew what what it stood for. And he was one of the first people out there on the stump for that news network saying about how he was just so enraptured with it because they just told you the news. Didn't have a lot of politics, just told you the news. That's what he said. Um, but, yeah, I feel I feel like what they did was about right. Now, the bungling of handling the... Uh, the aftermath of it by him and the hostage video that he shot with <laughs> Chubba Hubbard. Um, and the fact that it was framed. So it said in boy <laughs> in the background oh, um, is problematic. And also just look, the thing I've caught myself saying in conversations with the friends and just out loud to the TV um, over, you know, the past month or so has been this. I don't expect all white people to think of me as a human being. I don't expect that. What I do expect though in America is people to make good business decisions. And wearing that dumb shirt was just a bad business decision for the business of Mike Gundy and for the business of Oklahoma State. So for no other reason than that, he's got to get punished in some form or fashion. And anybody who goes out there to play now, I just have to question what they're really motivated by. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Like the, um, I think, I, I forget if, uh, I think Hankins, you and I were talking about this earlier. You know, Alabama football, uh, the department put out a, a Black Lives Matter video mm-hmm. and they missed a big opportunity for Nick Saban to just say it straight to the camera. I mean, and you know, if for I've, I've been thinking about that a lot, Shawnee, and we we did we talked and both of our reactions were like ah man why didn't he say it? But now that I think about it some more, and this is some bias because that's my program and that's my coach and all that stuff. However, um, the profile that Nick Saban has, and the notorious controlling nature of his character that he's known for. The fact that the video even exists says a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that he's in the video says more. And while, yes, it would have been great if he just looked at the camera like that Gollum Mike Krzyzewski did and just <laughs> said, hey, say Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, I would have felt better about that. However, um, the impact wouldn't have been really much different. And the backlash maybe would have been worse, maybe. But just the nature of it existing is such a giant positive when compared to a lot of his high-profile peers, Gundy, Dabo. Uh, it is it is a magnitude bigger than what I even thought when I first heard it. Yeah. I mean, I... I... I still maintain that it would have been, and this is the bit goes to the business decision part of the conversation would have been a great mm-hmm. recruiting tool. Um, would have, but like, would have. you know, so would have hired, so would have hiring Sylvester Croom instead of Mike Shula, but whatever. Sure. I think, I think your, I think your comments, your, you know, uh, uh, updated comments on, you know, whether or not you should have said it kind of speak to where we are 
because, and I don't want to, I don't mean to get too deep into this, but like, can you have lower expectations for, <laughs> and I, Correct. I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, like Michael, Michael Che from SNL has a, has a really good, uh, I hate to call it a bit, but like Black Lives Matter is like the lowest, like the lowest thing that, you know, minority, this specific minority community asked for five years ago, four years ago, whenever it was. And even there was pushback on that. Yeah. 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 And it did hurt. It hurt to see the, the predictable fallout from the Alabama video. It hurt. I didn't see any fallout. What was that? Oh man, we just reaction. Just, yeah, react, you know, if you open oh, up I'm the, done, the video I'm done and with the tickets. comments. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, I guess I'm done with the tide and I, <laughs> I won't be renewing my ticket. Well, and Freezer, Freezer sent us that thing. I'm like, well, I guess we're, I guess I'm climbing the old <laughs> yeah. season ticket ratings because, mm-hmm. you know, people are claiming to be dropping out. And that's, and the, that's just, is shitty. I doubt, it's just shitty. For, I would say 99% of people we're fine with it or we'll yeah. we'll continue to support it it's going to be the the fair weather uh fans that yeah. jump off the bandwagon because somebody said something that they don't agree with so it's the soft bigotry yeah. of low expectations yeah. mm-hmm. um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh so getting back to gundy uh i read i read a comment on reddit from a wisconsin fan uh lamar miller mvp mm. and they were just asking for that fucking Red Robin song. <laughs> <laughs> and he said this, uh, he, I assume he, uh, had this to say about Gundy, which I think really sums, sums it up perfectly. Um, I know more than a dozen people, uh, age 50 to 70 who were nice enough people, uh, who have been completely poisoned by Facebook and other online sources like OAN. People take, uh, people talk about cable news and its impact on old people, but these viral online sources are so much worse. Mike Gundy has gone from a passionate rough around the edges coach to a guy ranting about he- how everyone needs to start using hand sanitizer on the bottoms of their shoes it's not super uncommon either true bad faith shit like oan and QAnon is genuinely turning older people's brains into mush ultimately gundy is fully responsible for his own actions which appear to have alienated probably the best player and offensive leader but i do have sympathy for gundy and others who have essentially their minds melted by online media <clears throat> and they are some that they are somewhat foreign to and which preys on them so it's like you know people with good intentions are you know, they see stuff and it's, I mean, I've been, I've been victim to that when I first got into politics mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or if I was just like casual observer or stuff. But, you know, I mean, you literally have to have years of experience like working in that world to really like be able to, I think, or just be smart <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to begin with to see like, well, that's probably not true. Yeah, I'll, a little bit of skepticism is, is sometimes very, very uh, helpful in just, situations like that. Um, and I hate to take up for dumb Mike Gundy. We all yeah. know that. Fuck that but guy. I fucking hate Mike him. Mike Gundy. Yeah, but Mike Gundy is a football coach. Mm-hmm. And somebody sent him a free t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And maybe he, there is a possibility that he just put on a dumb free t-shirt. Yeah. Like, I know he knows what OAN is. I know he watches it because he told us about it. He said he did. Um, but if you tell me, he's, I, I don't think what he did was on purpose. Like, I don't think he's trying to send a message, Yeah. but he is revealing kind of who he is in doing so. But it's, I guess what I'm saying is there's, there is no malice that I am putting on him. Yeah. I just think it's bad decision making, like just dumb. Like, first of all, Mike Gundy, you know what the climate is right now. And I don't care when the picture was taken, whatever. Just never leave the house without a shirt 
that doesn't say Oklahoma State Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're safe. You're 100% safe uh, all the time if you do that. Uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie Kitchens wore that dumb shirt uh, that something to do with the fallout of the fight between uh, the Pittsburgh backup quarterback and really? uh, Garrett. Yeah, and I can't. Uh, I can't remember the quarterback's name. It was like something like he started or something like that. Oh, okay. It was to that effect or, or something to that deal. And they took a picture of him and everybody got mad at him. Um, and like, just never leave the house in something that doesn't, that's not a suit or something that doesn't say the team you work for. Yeah. And you've eliminated this possibility. It's, uh, it is absolutely nuts. Um, <clears throat> and never dance, Mike Gundy. Never, mm-hmm. ever dance. Never coach either. Huh. And cut your hair. <laughs> God, that dance makes me so mad. Um, well, you know, from uh, let's let's move on to something a little bit more heartwarming. Okay, okay. what's next? You know, uh, it's a little Iowa football. They wave at children who are sick, and they threaten to send their players back to the ghetto if they misbehave. You know what, Iowa Hawkeyes football. You know what, Hankins? You are one sleuth. Iowa fans waving to Children's Hospital is the best new tradition in football. Now, one <laughs> Hawkeye fan and a father of a child who spent the first 89 days of his life at the Steedstead Family Children's Hospital decided to memorialize the tradition with a tattoo. Saturday's, Saturday Traditions Dustin Shute spoke to superfan Jason Kay about his Iowa wave tattoo and the special meaning it holds in his So what heart. is it? Is it a picture of a hand? Um, it a is... A picture of a black hand in handcuffs going... Back to the ghetto because you didn't uh, run your route right. Hankins is hitting on a different sort of aspect of Iowa football that's also been in the news. The culture there is not very uh, no, not very sensitive to the uh, makeup of the 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 players. But they but the fans wave to the children's hospital. You know what? I'm going to do a 180 or is it a 360? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! He's been he's 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 got two viewpoints that are opposing one another. He's got to make a choice. <laughs> that tattoo is not great. It is a tattoo of the stadium, like I don't know, a, a thousand feet up. It's a, it's a it's a terrible tattoo. It's like a, a what a picture the blimp takes of the stadium when they wave to the yeah. It's not even POV of the hospital. Yeah. It's a weird tattoo. Um, so I thought it was going to be a picture of a hand, like with a Hawkeye. I don't know. And it's like a hologram, like so you move and you see the hand yeah, wave. Yeah, that would that would be pretty neat. Like one of those like Detlef Shrimp like hologram cards. Um, Hankins- what a weird, what a weird <laughs> place to go for the upper deck hologram <laughs> card. You know, once a pacer, always a pacer. That's what I always say. Um, no. No, I don't say that at all in relation to Detlef Shrimp. Was he not a pacer? I think he was on the Sonics. He was a pacer. I, he was. I remember him primarily, primarily on the Sonic. Sonic. He may have gotten yeah. traded later on. You know what I say? Once a Sonic, always a Sonic. <laughs> Sonic, a great drive-in in I a think, pandemic. I think he did end up on the Pacers, though, because I think he's on an episode of Parks and Rec. He did. No, no, he... He did. He he, de- he definitely he was he definitely was a pacer. So he was a pacer from eighty eight to ninety three, which would have been he would have been wearing a pacer's uniform on that hologram card. He was a he was a pacer first. Well, before Sonic, he was a Mav first. Apparently, sixteen years. That's like 
That's like six a, less than Vince Carter. Yeah, I was gonna say, what's the stat or stat on that? Well, he's probably like in his fifties now, so it's definitely less than half of his lifetime. Fifty-seven. Yeah. Wow, older than I thought. Um, Hankins, do you want to expand a little on on what exactly is going on in Iowa? You know, when uh, when when the world were list- during the week when the world was listening to young black people, um, <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> came out and said that I believe it was the strength and conditioning coach was just all up their ass. Just any time that he was angry with them, the thing that he would always threaten them with was, "Oh, you're a thug, and you gotta, you're gonna go back to the ghetto, and all those." That was that was just how he tried to reach those kids, and they're like, "We're tired of this shit." And uh, nothing happened. Nobody did anything to him, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kurt Ferentz was like, I, I had no clue. I had no clue. And then it also came out that there was a wide receiver recruit whose name escapes me right now a few years ago um, that he he was pretty, pretty flamboyant, certainly for Iowa football. Very flamboyant for Iowa football. Just regular flamboyant. He was wearing like a, like a feather boa and stuff. I think he probably just had maybe different color laces in his shoes or something like that was, you know, but he was a pretty good receiver and uh, it just didn't work out for him there. He was hurt. And then he ultimately got kicked off the team because he got arrested uh, for some drug stuff that he claims that he was just living with some guys who were selling drugs and he didn't have anything to do with it. But he thinks that Kurt Ferentz is the one that stooged him out. He thinks Ferentz told the police Mm -hmm. to go arrest him because he just – he didn't have any use for him because he would not comply, wouldn't cut his hair, wouldn't do any of those things. So um, Ferentz is just a bit of an asshole (laughs) is what it turns out. Um, Again, I I don't understand why after this, why these kids go to these places to play when, you know, culturally they're not going to be a fit. They know these coaches are terrible. I know there's only a finite number of big colleges and you want to get to the NFL and you want to go do your thing or hell, maybe you grew up in Iowa and you're a fucking Hawkeye fan. Sure. Like – all these kids are going to have to think twice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to be individuals. And, and I, look, I'm not, I'm not out here saying that you can't be rough on them. I'm not out here pretending that you can't, you know, say some things that are a little beyond the pale in a practice facility to, to get a kid's attention. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. I'm not saying that it should all just be, come on, fellas, let's uh, let's hustle it up. I'm not saying that. But, like, if your kids are telling you, hey, man, the thing you're saying to me is offending me on a pretty high level, then you got to know how to to motivate these kids without doing that. Um, But also, that guy's been with Ferentz for basically the whole time Ferentz has been there. He certainly would have known. And I just hate the fucking lying. Like, if Ferentz just comes out and says, hey, that's how we talk here. Again, let's just be honest. I'm just at a place now where I just want us all to be fucking honest. And and that was the main thing about that that aggravated the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I didn't even hear about this. Mm, under the radar for you. Like Hankin said, it was a story in a tornado story. Sure. So it, it would have been easy to miss. Um, <clears throat> well, shit, that was going to be my feel-good story. Mm. <laughs> I'll ruin anything, boys. <laughs> I'm the black guy here. <laughs> this is my time to ruin. <laughs> um. Uh, well, this this can still be a feel-good story if you're not an Aggie fan. Oh, okay. Um, Texas A&M uh, was placed on probation uh, last week. Ooh, they got they got penalized? Uh, NCAA announced last week that the A&M football program violated NCAA recruiting and countable athletically-related activity rules. Hmm. The infractions took place during a period between January 18 and February 19, according to the NCAA. 
they basically said that Fisher and an assistant had impermissible recruiting contact with a prospect. <laughs> like cup, cup of the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it also ruled that activities during spring and summer periods went over the allowed amount of time by seven hours. Wow. It, it sounds like they just went over everything he did with a fine, fine tooth comb. Um, I wonder who, who snitched on him. I'm going to say Hugh Freeze. I don't know why. just seems right. Um, he's still in that bed on the... Kevin oh. Sumlin. <laughs> could have been him. He could have been Sour Grapes. Um, so more, more uh, in addition to that, they basically said that because the violation included actions by the head coach, that Jimbo was also very hesitant to like self police. Mm-hmm. So they kind of added on to that. Um, penalties include a year of probation, a fine of $5,000. Oh, that's, that's, he probably makes that in, uh, <laughs> now, just now. He yeah, just made like that. In the past hour. Yeah. Uh, reduction in football official visits by 17 days, uh, during last year's academic year. So I guess time served. Yeah. Um, off campus. Oh, <laughs> All of this stuff is the vast majority of the stuff is, um, retroactive. Um, except for there's a 10 day off campus recruiting ban for the, the coaching staff. Um, in oh shit, during a pandemic, I wonder what that matters. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is a lot of these penalties are <laughs> they're they're non-existent. They're toothless because nothing's going on, so they're they're not really serving any punishment. Um, I guess it's centered around one prospect. So there's a ban on recruiting any prospects from that prospect's high school uh, for uh, the period in between 2019 and 2022. Huh. Um, a six-month show cause order, which no one seems to know what that means. The terms of the show cause order include a previously served nine-day ban, and then off show ca- cause for what? I don't. I don't think that's what a show cause is. Everybody- show cause means that if you want to hire a guy, you got to show a cause above and beyond and why another candidate wouldn't fit the bill. What are they showing cause for? I guess to recruit. I guess would be the thing. Like if you want to recruit a kid from. XYZ, you've got to have an extenuating circumstance. Yeah, I guess. Like, you don't I, you don't have any linebackers. Yeah, I guess you, it all boils down to the, if they get in trouble again soon, they'd be in bigger trouble. But right now, this is just a, a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And like, like Hankins pointed out, there's no recruiting going on, so it's not even a slap on the wrist right now. Um, and they find him a, a rounding. That's the rounding they do to get his check to fit on the standard size checks that they have to print. Right. They'd need an actual longer check to print his actual salary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, that's all I got. Anybody else got anything else? Not for me. All right. Well, you know what? It's time for uh, the second round of Stat or Shat. We have more stats uh, and more shats? Fuck yeah, man. We're 50-50 so far. Yeah, so, 50-50. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is... Oh, boy. Okay. You skipping one? No, I'm not skipping any. I'm oh, just okay. I'm trying to save the I'm trying to Smokey Robinson this shit and save the best for last. Um, hmm, okay, JJ Redick has played 13 full seasons in the NBA and has made the playoff all three all 13 times. Stat. That's a stat, mm-hmm. right? That's a stat because I'm always shocked that JJ Redick's in the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, back to Vince Carter. Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince Carter has played with or against 37 percent of. Everybody who's ever played professional basketball. Stat! It, it builds off the previous stat, yeah. so that's a double stat. Yeah. Vince Carter has played with or against 37%, 1,672 out of 4,509 wow. of all players who have ever played in the NBA. That's a stat. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. 
That's longevity. I fucking love Vince Carter. Um, and, okay, we got a baseball one and a football one. What do you want? Well, right now and we're somehow, no rings, no rings, no rings. But just for maybe I don't know. He might have got one on, on somebody's bench. Yeah, he might. Mm-hmm. Was he a spur at some point? No, maybe. He, maybe he was. I don't think he was. I, I I think he. I don't think he was either. Yeah. But just to recap, right now we are four and two statter shots. So yeah, you're you're above five hundred. That's pretty good. Uh, he was a Raptor from ninety eight to oh five. He was a Net from oh oh. To 05 to 09. Ooh, the team that, nope. the, the one that pops never. out is those Dallas teams right there. The Mavericks were. He has never won a championship. He missed he out missed, on that Dallas I, run by like a year, I think. every one of them. Wow. Yes. Yes. He was a year, a year too late to the Mavericks. Eight-time NBA All-Star. Rookie of the Year 99. Slam dunk competition. 2000. Is he still active or no? No, he just quit. He just quit, okay. Yeah. Wow. And it took the Hawks to get him off the court. Yeah. He's about right. <laughs> All right, you want a baseball one or a football? Like he was playing this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, and COVID, COVID stopped. The regular stuff didn't stop him. It was COVID that stopped him. Well, I yeah. guess technically he could probably still win one this year. I don't know how the Hawks were, but when they restart the NBA, he could still get a ring for being on a team, right? Everybody's got a chance, baby. They won't, Everybody's they got won't a win at all, but he's still got a shot. All right, let's do the football one. Okay. In 1994... The Packers and the Lions played each other five times. Well, I think that's going to be a bit... Three regular season shat, games and two Shat, because games. it's calendar hijinks. Okay, okay. Hankins? They probably played like... Shat. Huh? Stat? Shat. 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 Oh. Shat. Shat. It's a real shat. Dr. Spock. Wait, yeah, what the... did William Shatner? Captain Kirk. It's real Captain Kirk. <laughs> I think that's one of the things where they played, you know... In one January uh, regular season game, then the playoffs, mm-hmm. and then the next year, like December-ish mm-hmm. or something. So, five, five games, wasn't it? Shat. Shat. They play each other twice every year in forever. Yeah. So, I'm not... Yeah, whatever. Listen, I heard you the first time, okay? It's Shat. I get it. <laughs> Fuck. So, we are four and three. Barry Bonds, mm-hmm. in, two, in 2000... In 73 home runs. Yeah, we know. It, Stat, whatever. In 2004, Barry Bonds had 373... In 2004, Barry Bonds had 373 at-bats. Okay. And he reached base safely 376 times. Mm. I'm going to say Shat because that's some weird shenanigans with walks. walks. We're cheating. Like, they're not keeping... They're just not... Walks are not considered... At-bats. Bullet, no. Shat. Shat. Cheat. So we're... Not only is it a shat, but it's just, it's an attempt to pull the wool over my eyes. Yeah. Sneaky shat. That's like the, 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 the riddle of the the, the 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 son and one of his parents gets in a car wreck and then they go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's trying just to, to trick you. What? A doctor's a woman? No. I still remember the first time somebody told that to me. It was my mom. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because women can be doctors. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then a brick fell on her. Oh god! So overall, the the record on stat or shat is five hundred. Four and four. Um, I mean, we can keep going, you know, but we probably had a good stopping point. <laughs> unless, unless you want to get it, you want to uh, lift the needle one way. Oh man! Or the other. Mm. Do that hockey one, or find a soccer one. Find a. There's not going to be any soccer. <laughs> These are all like major sports. Well, that's a badminton one, so I'm sure there's a soccer one. There's probably got to be a soccer one. I mean, there's got to be a soccer one. Dude, there was a Nick Saban one. What was that? Scroll up right there. 
Nick Saban is the only college football coach who's had a first round draft pick at all twenty two positions, offense and defense. That's a stat, hmm. but I don't think that we were officially playing that one. You were eyeballing for a soccer one. How the fuck did he get a kicker drafted? <laughs> well, it said twenty two. Yeah, it's so uh, eleven eleven. No kicker, no punt. No, no special teams. Yeah. Oh shit! What? <laughs> you got to listen to the wording. Since he was, a, exactly. that wasn't trying to pull the, pull the wool, though. Trying to fucking trick me. Well, he didn't say special teams. The The last 36 NBA finals have all included at least one player who was a teammate of Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, that's that's like a Vince Carter mm-hmm. one. I love those. Love those. So I guess if if I'm voting for those Vince Carter ones, I gotta I gotta say stat on that one too. Um, so this is one mm, that's getting a little Booby Whitlowish to me. Yeah. That's a shat. Sure. Um, so this is one that Hankins called a shat uh, about a month ago. If Michael Phelps were a country, he'd rank 40th in all-time gold medals, ahead of 107 nations. Um. It's a stat. The medal counts matter. <laughs> that's that's what I've always said. Once a pacer, always a pacer. I mean, that's what they put in the newspaper when they when Olymp- when it's Olympic time. You open up, you want to see that medal chart of who's got the golds and silvers and bronzes in total. If you can just put Michael Phelps like in in uh, his cumulative medals beats all those nations, Come? that's a stat. Hundred percent a stat. In uh, Put it in the cum folder. Since the end of his first season at Alabama, Nick Saban has more national championships, five, than losses at home. Stat. That's a stat. Get us, get us one like phenomenal one to close us out on. <sighs> Ugh, Can man. you control F? Or is it's probably not search no. textable yet. No, you can't. Yeah. Is there a rating system on this site? Is, is any of are they are they rating these stats? No. no. Which one's been upvoted the most times? Which one's got the most winky faces? Oh yeah, good call. Winky face. Um, yeah, search for Control F winky face. Oh, soccer one. This soccer one. This is this is this is what we needed. Right, road. <laughs> oh my god, Ronaldinho. No, it's not that. Rogerio Seni. Okay. Scored 131 goals during his career. He was a goalkeeper. That's shad. It's probably penalty kicks or something. Shad. <laughs> shad. Nice try. Nice try, fuckers. And on that note, that is episode 166 of TTF. TTFnetwork.com. If you like what you're listening to, tell your friends. Why Creole? Because we thrive on word of mouth. Oh my god, that was some. That was close to some sexy ASMR from you. Um. All right, that's it. Hankins, I love you. Away from home, when you were singing the song, you never walk alone.